the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. I hope you had a good weekend. The only way you could have had one is if you watched Brazilian female peach volleyball and not a lick of news or pay attention to anything. Did we call it on Friday? I believe we did, Squirrel. I believe we kept referring to this day as Margin Call Monday. The idea that the Dow Jones has wiped out 6,000 points means that it's wiped out two years of growth. Trillions upon trillions of dollars of the private sector. Government's never done better, never spent more, never received more from extortion called taxes, also known as revenue from the American people and American companies. They're doing just fantastic, which is why they're opening up museums on a weekend that the American people in the private sector have lost more money than most countries will ever see in their lifetime. The idea that we are complacent in this is outrageous. And that's bad news. That's terrible news. But there's even worse news. There's even worse news. Venezuela's President Nicolas Maduro and Iran's President Ibrahim Raisi meet in Tehran and agree on a 20-year cooperation deal. Now, did you hear about this over the weekend? Did anybody talk about this story over the weekend? I don't know. I watched all the Sunday shows. Did you watch them? I'm John Dickerson in Washington, and this week on Face the Nation... The committee investigating the January 6th attack on Congress says it was the culmination of an attempted coup. President Trump summoned the mob, assembled the mob, and lit the flame of this attack. More than 17 months after supporters of former President Trump... What do you think she uses on the inside of her thighs, Squirrel? You think it's calamine lotion? I don't think it's strong enough. She better wrap those thighs. Trump assaulted the U.S. Capitol in an effort to overturn the 2020 election results. Thursday's hearing provided new detail and dramatic testimony. American News. Every single Sunday show. Right here in the studio, three TVs. Three TVs. All the big three. I didn't have enough room for CBS. Who gives a rip? It looks like your grandfather's house anyway. All three, January 6th, none of them about the true, the truly, the biggest story of the weekend outside of the fact that the stock market gave up two years of private wealth. With this government, cooperation has taken place in the fields of energy, economy, science, agriculture, and defense. Yeah, that's right. The I think signing of this agreement is another step in expanding relations in the coming years. Venezuela's close ties with Iran date back to its former President Hugo Chavez. But under Maduro, the two OPEC members have become closer since both were sanctioned by the United States. 
We will be witnesses in the coming years how our countries will confront the difficulties they face and create a new world. The youth in Venezuela, the youth in Iran, must know that the world of the future will be a just world without imperialism. He's talking about us, without us. See, because we've made these inbred, these murdering scum dictators, we've made them very powerful and very strong. This is what Joe Biden and the mafia Democrats have achieved. They've made the enemies of freedom, the enemies of liberty, and the enemies of America stronger than they've ever been in their lives. And they are creating a true excess of despotism. Iran already supplies Venezuela with crude oil and provides technical support to its oil industry. But Now think about that. Venezuela is the most oil-rich country in all of South America. Why does Iran give them oil? Because they are a slave nation, a third world slave nation. How much money has the Biden administration given to Venezuela? Because I think we, we like their health care system, right? Don't we want to emulate it? By the way, how's the weekend health care system in Chicago? The way I figure it, would you have 27 shootings? 27 shootings, seven deaths. You got about $6 million in uninsured Democrat-based scumbags going to the hospital. That's the way it looks. Analysts say Maduro's trip is also about solidarity. I do think that it is significant that the two countries are trying to join. What do you mean, am I wrong? Does the gangster disciple have a health care plan? I don't think the gangster disciples have health care. I could be wrong, Squirrel. ...up against American pressure. Um, and we have to remember that they're not alone. We also have countries such as Russia and China. Uh-oh. At the same time, however, we have to remember that all of these four countries, they have different grievances when it comes to the Americans. Maduro's trip to Iran coincides with the summit of the Americas that's taking place in Los Angeles. Washington didn't invite him to the high-level meeting. Speaking at the summit, U.S. Secretary of State... Yet another country, the one that we're supposed to buy oil from, has now agreed to join the enemies of America, Russia, China, Iran. What's going on with Saudi? I can't keep it straight. Is Saudi a good guy? Is Saudi a bad guy? Which one are those inbred bastards on? Which side are they on? Are they on our side? Is this what it looks like when they're on our side? I don't think so. But this is what America looks like when you allow a Marxist mafia moron to steal the election. Oh, yes, he did. Let's see if we can get 81 million people to admit to voting for this wrinkled ass crook. Let's see. Something tells me you can't get 30 million people, although there are a lot of crooks out there. Just take a look at Chicago. Okay, so as you say that Americans are well positioned to weather this stock market decline, what is the president's message to somebody who might want to retire, but their 401k is getting wiped out? Now, 401k, we're going to hear what the idiot has to say, KJP, although does it matter? She's not there because she's smart or has any answers. Less than 40% of the people have $400 in a savings account. Less than 50% of Americans can stroke a check for $1,000. How do you think they're faring in Biden's America? So we know we know that the that higher prices are having a real effect on people's lives. We get that. And we are incredibly focused on doing everything that we can. Same bulldog. Hey, did you know that they're having a, a hearing on January 6th? And to make sure that it, the economy is working for every American people. But we are coming out of the strongest job market in, in American history. Every American people. Does that sound right to you, Squirrel? I, I, I wasn't an English major, but every American people? That doesn't sound right to me. Although... She's not there because she's smart. And that matters. And that a lot of that is thanks to the American Rescue Plan, which only Democrats uh, voted for that. Republicans did not. And it led to uh, this this economic boom, this historic economic boom that we're seeing with jobs. Gee, you'd think maybe they'd 
put some news media on this. So I was slipping in people's blood. I was catching people as they fell. It was carnage. It was chaos. Plus, new insight into the conduct of the former president. And aware of the rioters' chance to hang Mike Pence, the president responded with this sentiment, quote, maybe our supporters have the right idea. Mike Pence, quote, deserves it. What does the committee hope the American people will take from Boy, it? Well, I wonder who's better at redacting information, that Pence and Lock geek, the one who looks like a pedophile that should be in a park for the Democrat Party, or uh, the one with the thigh chafing for the Republicans? Recently, the family of Ahmad Sharji told CBS he's um, an American-Iranian citizen who was detained in Iran four years ago. His family told our colleague Margaret Brennan that they've requested a meeting with the president numerous times, but has not received a response from the White House. Their latest request was a couple weeks ago. They also haven't received a request from the State Department. Is there any update? Well, Iran couldn't answer, America. They were busy cutting an oil deal for 20 years with Venezuela. Blinken said Venezuela's president should resume talks with the country's opposition. In our judgment, Venezuelan-led negotiations um, between the Maduro regime and the unitary platform are the best path that we can see uh, to trying to restore to Venezuelans um, a democracy that they clearly <laughs> deserve and clearly want. It's you realize how detached they are? Anthony Blinken doesn't know his derriere from a hole in the ground. This is this is insanity. This is impeachable. There has to be a movement. How bad does the economy need to get? Is there any tolerance? How much chaos must happen in America for the for the the Marxist mafia to be put under pressure? This needs to come to an end. Out the price behind me, six forty-nine a gallon, and that is for regular gasoline. And a lot of places are seeing the prices even higher, according to AAA. Gas is nearly two dollars more per gallon than it was this time last year. That means, on average, people are spending a hundred sixty dollars more per month just to fill up. Even gas station owners are fed up. This one in Minnesota putting up a sign saying, "Quote: We hate our gas prices too." Michael. Yes. Eighty-one million people. You want me to believe, huh? 81 million. That's why you better keep the gas on this January 6th bull dung. This bull dung. The, the so-called coup to up, upset. What are we going to do? We're going to overthrow the government? Who? Who's going to overthrow the government? A bunch of weaponless, overweight people that were clearly upset on right grounds. After all, you stole the election. That's what you did. And now you hired yourself. Who did, who did you hire? Hmm. James Goldston. Where have I heard that before, James Goldston? I know. Is it, was he affiliated with ABC? Did you kill the Jeffrey Epstein story, sir? Was it you? It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. We have footage of uh, Amy Robach saying that ABC News executives uh, killed her Jeffrey Epstein story some years ago. Do you have a comment, sir? I don't. I don't. Did you kill the Jeffrey Epstein story, sir? Was it you? I have no comment. So if you have a comment, sir, now would be a good time. I don't have a comment. Thank you very much. There will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. 
I had it all three years ago. You can't watch Good Morning America without there being a Disney princess or a Marvel Avenger. Virtual Imperative is incompatible with two. That is the same James Goldston that is producing the January 6th boondoggle. Same one that squashed Epstein's story. President of ABC. And if you haven't seen him, I highly recommend you Google him. Because I I haven't liked him since he beat Bugs Bunny in the race. Why do all of these TV executives look like a turtle out of their shell? Have you seen him? And take a look at his wife. Oh, she loves him because of his strong jawline, his full lips, and his wavy hair. That's why she loves him. I am so sick of these Democrat apparatchiks pretending to be part of my country. You are the problem with this country. You are the one that have destroyed it. You have bastardized the principles of Americanism. And you're robbing my money on top of it, you rat bastards. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. It will not be long. There will be a call for more stimulus, more funny money. Nice. Bit of a Rolling Stones fanatic. I love it. It's amazing how incompetent these idiots are. The president seemed to say over the weekend that his trip would not focus on energy. Um, you said just now that any trip to the region will focus on delivering results for the American people. And if that's the case, why not make energy a major topic of the, of the trip, considering gas prices are, are such a big well, let me, part of what... Well, let me first say, there, there's no trip to announce at this point. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that there's nothing to preview for you at this time. Well, what happened when he went to Saudi and kissed the prince's ass? What happened then, dummy? But I'll say this, um, you know, to view engagement with Saudi Arabia on energy security as uh-huh. asking for oil is simply wrong. Uh, and a misunderstanding of both the complexity of that issue and our multifaceted discussions. Oh, with- it's too complex for us rubes. After all, the first thing they did was hamstring, cripple American energy. Then they told us they were going to go to other sources. And now they get, they're getting a big no. Not only that. A major one of those other sources, Venezuela, is now cozy with Iran. What about that, stupid? Your hair looks lovely, though. The Saudis, uh, that said, Saudi Arabia is the chair, as you know, of OPEC Plus and its largest exporter, of course. Yeah, remember 17 months ago when we didn't need OPEC? Remember when we could care less with that cartel full of inbred third world dictators and mutilating roaches? We didn't care what they did. Now look at us. This is what a Democrat does. They lose, they fail, and they steal. And that's what's going on right now under our noses. I wonder how these trades turned out. Remember these? Welcome back. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi back in the spotlight because of her stock trades. The lawmaker disclosed her husband, Paul Pelosi, purchased options to buy up between 750000 and $1.5 million worth of Apple stock. And- Who wants to bet that they cashed out immediately? Who wants to bet? Morons. Just moron Democrats. Are there 81 million morons in this country? I don't think so. Let's, let's audit the vote now. Let's see how many admit they even voted for this idiot. Tommy G. Hey, buddy. couple things. Well, one, when the Dow Jones was down 1,000 today, never in my trading career have I seen crude oil go from down $3 to up $1.50 while the Dow's down 1,000. Two, 
I'm disappointed in you. When you said you watched the weekend shows, that's two hours of your life you'll never get back, Sean. What were now, you thinking? I, I watch them, but you have to understand. I watch TV while I drive. I put the top down, the windows down, I light a cigar, I watch TV, and I take a nice ride. Everything the Democrats hate, I'd like to ball it all together. What do you think of that? And then I, I get hey. I have to watch it. You want me to come on and tell you I couldn't believe from show to show they covered two topics every single Sunday show. Two topics. January 6th they're still trying to sell that was a, that was an insurrection. Sure it was. And they have to do gun control because what they're going to do is if you obviously pick out the fact that they stole the election, that will trigger a red flag law. And then you will have to give up your guns, which is why Tommy G this weekend I sold all my weapons. I sold them all, and I sold them to an LLC that I know will never be investigated. It's called the Hunter Biden POS LLC. This way I know no one's ever going to look into it. Sold them all. Don't have a gun in my name anymore. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. Have a great day, buddy. You too. See, you've got to think about what, who your enemy is. Your enemy is the American government if you believe in American principles. That's your enemy. They're not interested in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of choice, property rights. They're interested in taking your rights and your property. After all, it's the greater good. This is what it looks like when they win. Do you feel like they won, Carlos Hoffman Estates? Carlos, I gave you a hell of a lead-in. Hey, listen, listen, Sean. I had two points. I forgot the first one, but check this out. (laughs) This is part of their plan. They want two classes, man. They want rich and poor because if you wanted to really lift people out of poverty, you would make energy as affordable as possible. This is all part of their plan, man. They hate, they hate America, man. They you hate- ready? Carlos, I'm going to tell you this. It, it, look at the countries they, they point to as an achievement, as successful, whether they have a, what they deem. And when I say they, I mean Democrats. They deem as a good education or a good health care. What are those countries? What do they consist of? You're, you know, you say rich, you're being too generous. It's government and the people. Just the government and then all the people. That's what they want. And that's what this kind of economy achieves. This is intentional. This is their goal. And this is why they don't talk about it. The problem that I really have is not that. Because I've always spotted a Democrat rat. I haven't been around them for the last 20 years. I knew what they were and I reject them in my personal life. But I thought that maybe somewhere in our media would be a curious person to recognize and expose. Instead... This is the Fourth Reich. Like the Third Reich, they just promote the government agenda. That's the part that's sickening, and that's the part that must be pointed out. Thank you very much, Carlos, my man. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing this uh, hot day? Splendid. Yeah, the reason I was calling, you were talking earlier about the they had that interview about the lady on Bob OPEC. They have to open up the oil pipelines here in the U.S. They can, the oil companies can do this with precision where they don't even do any damage. I mean, come on. The oil our is oil, climbing, climbing, our climbing. oil is produced the most friendly to their so-called green agenda, yeah. which is really uh, uh, nature conservatism. That's what we do. We produce the cleanest, the best, and the cheapest. The problem is they don't want American prosperity. They have America right where they want it on its knees, like Kamala Harris. After all, look how good it turned out for her. Thank you very much. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call, Sean. Anytime, Ken. Listen, uh, the, yeah, man, my 401k is uh, going down, down, down and everything like that. And I, I realize there's it's all these bad policies. And all. Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. Hey, with these politicians, all the stuff going on, don't the politicians have the same problem with their stuff going down? And no. what's, what's that? Um, what's that? Mar- um, 
uh, Monday um, uh, when you were saying about margin a Monday, call Monday. Um, margin, margin call, call. Monday. Yeah. when you own yeah. stock and it goes down, you have to put money in because you've lost so much money. It's called margin call. A lot of traders buy stock on margin. A lot of people buy stock on margin. When it goes down, you have to stroke a check. That's why the ramifications of that, whew, it's, a, it's a pebble in the, in the ocean that turns out to be a tsunami on shore. That hasn't even hit. That will hit. Uh, the other thing you said is, don't the politicians care about this? You think politicians earn their money the way me and you do? You think they keep it the way me and you do? They have a tax-free way of getting paid off for corruption. It's called a war chest. Their entire job is about raising money in their campaign coffers, and they're never taxed. And by the way, after they die, those coffers can still write checks. Yeah, they can. Look it up. I'll be back after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Nice pull, kid. I want to go to this call right away, but I like this song. All right, you're going to have to tone it down, Squirrel. Miles, 294. Hey, Sean. Uh, talking about the stock market, it looks like Revlon went out of business and uh, became worthless over a week. What's going to happen with all the corporate debt with Comcast? and? I remember when this happened with GE. Do you remember when it was exposed seven years ago that GE was technically bankrupt as they kept Enroning? their numbers. I so this remember it well. This is why for years I have watched these talking mannequins who are supposed to be financial experts called reporters just parrot the government line, the government propaganda when the reality is you're talking about ooh I think we're in a technical recession. If you've worked and you've tried to have a business over the last 3 years, you've been in a recession all that time. The reality since COVID two and a half. The reality is We're close to a depression. And our Federal Reserve, those corrupt cartel banksters, what they're doing is mirroring 1929. That's a depression. If these companies have to fungigate their debt versus their asset, how many of the the stock market traded companies do you think are technically bankrupt? I say 70%. And did you see... About 10 to 1. Did you see Revlon the way they structured their debt? Who's the moron that did that? They put $1.7 billion to mature in a year? One year. What's going to change in a year? I mean, it's, it's preposterous how they came up with these numbers. Normally, somebody that stupid is a senator or congressman. So I think they should flush it. I, I'm all for bankruptcies. Let them go bankrupt. Then the new companies come on. Let their debt go to sale. But we don't have an honest system of capitalism anymore, Miles. The problem you have is that you have to worry that sooner, pretty soon they're going to basically say they're too big to fail. Who was too big to fail? Everybody. Everybody's too big to fail. And then you will get these idiots that continue to pro- promote more and more of just keep printing money, printing money. The only answer that Biden has had in 50 years of government is to throw money at it. So I just hope we don't have any idiot Republicans to go along with it. Oh, Miles, we got a lot of them. Most of them are in Illinois, but we got a lot. They're, they're from these blue states, and they're the lesser of two evils who are really evil. And um, well, that's the pickle we're in. Again. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully some of these creditors will say, no, 
I want the terms I agreed to and, and, and foreclose the old way. You know what you have to do, Miles? Bring back debtor's prison. That'll straighten some things out. Thank you very much, Miles. Right. Think about this. Think about everybody you know and how comfortable they are with stiffing everybody that trusted them, from credit card companies, mortgage companies, banks, and the rest of it. In fact, I don't know what it's like in, in, in Illinois, but I'm guessing you're seeing more and more of those attorneys that want to tell you how easy it is to file bankruptcy. The financial predicament this country's in is because the American Democrat loser put you here. And the American Republican didn't want you to stay out of it. Otherwise, they would have audited the vote, and we wouldn't be in this pickle. Tim Hoopston. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Uh, it's great to be on the air with you again. I had a quick question for you. Have you ever read the book Atlas Shrugged? Of course. I was a kid oh, when I fantastic. Read it. I figured that you had because I picked up on a few things that you've said. I also have read it. It's my favorite book. And for some dang reason, I feel like I'm living through this. I didn't know if you do, too. But with all the strange food plant fires and accidents and, and shortages of everything, depending on the day. And and now we have this big move. You know, I don't know if it, if it, if it did anything in the House or the Senate, but, you know, to basically to uh, nationalize oil companies. And, and I, this is I feel like I'm living that like I've read this book before. And my question to you, and I think I know the answer um is this malfeasance is this incompetence is this both is this and no, it's, so, it's, it's a percentage it's the of both absolute, I mean, what, what it's the absolute schematic that all collectivists all fascists all marxists and communists follow they had they had to create a climate in which capitalism could not succeed then they bastardized the principles of it then they blame it for the government's failure and the moron voter will always side with them and by the way Although it's a great book, I prefer Return of the Primitives. Do yourself a favor. It's also written by Ayn Rand. Read Return of the Primitives and think about what you're living through. It's exactly Thanks, what you're Thanks, John. I sure it's will. A, you can bet I, I will. I'll, it's a better I'll, book. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. All right, where's Take my care. call screen go? You too. Where's my call screen? Here we go. Let's drop off Tim. I'm having all kinds of call screen problems. Don Bloomingdale. Did I go to him? Hi, Don. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. Uh, how many people are going to look at their investment quarterly report next month and realize that they can't retire? And how much extra money is the Social Security Agency going to make from people not being able to stop working? And uh, most of the money guys that I know that are in big giant finance, like Mesero, have told me, forget the recession. We're talking about depression. Oh, I, I, I feel the same way. I feel the exact same way. And if you look at, do you realize, you know, this is all a big scam, Don. It's all a big illusion. Yeah. The country itself, America, and I've been saying this since I got the show, is technically bankrupt. They cannot exist without creating debt every single month, even though the revenue has, is setting records. This country, no government on the planet has ever taken more money from its people. And yet every month we have to constantly borrow from the future. That is the definition of bankruptcy. Those guys at Enron, if they were senators, they, when they died, they'd lay in state for a month in the Capitol. If, if th this would make Bernie Madoff blush. And this yeah. is what we call an economy. And the, the Democrat voter, as you watch the news in Chicago, do you think they understand any of this? They're morons. No, no. They're no, morons. No. And that's the way their politicians like them. After all, look at Kim Fox and look at the news that broke. She beat the hell out of her husband. Flossmore... Yeah. Police department covers it up, won't even give the FOIA to, 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 to news companies. 
and she could win every single time because the Democrat voter is a step and fetch Democrat voter. They'll vote for a tomato can if you say it's a Democrat. You can't beat this kind of stupid. The Democrat Party is made up of the willfully ignorant, the loyal slaves, and the corrupt carnival barkers. How do you beat that? But, because after all, still... we're in the time, the worst financial time in this country since the Great Depression. And the news media gets ratings by all running the same story. All of them are running the literal same story. Yeah, and my financial advisor told me to bury cash in the backyard. So what are we talking about? Yeah, what good is cash? <laughs> you, the one you want to buy, the one, believe it or not, you know what's more valuable than the dollar? The ruble. It's better than it was before the Ukraine conflict, which, by the way, Ukraine will turn out to be the Solyndra of Eastern European countries. Where's all that money we gave them? They lost the war yeah. three weeks yeah. ago. Thank you very much, Don. 312-642-5600. I'll get to the rest of you when I get back. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Great song. Great song. You know when it was written? 70s. You know why? The Democrats set the climate along with an incompetent, corrupt Republican for the worst economy since the Great Depression. See, back then they used to say, this is the worst economy since the Depression. Now they say this is the worst economy since 80. Why 80? Because it's the ramifications of the 70s. So what we have, in essence, is the worst economy since the Depression. You know what they're afraid of? They're afraid of the people who vote are too stupid to know what the Depression is. And you know what? They're right. After all, how could you have these Democrat incompetent whores and pimps? A president who's been on the take for 50 years, who's never done a damn thing except functions of celebrity. And all of it's an embodiment of so many of you here today. Leaders in civil rights like Karen Nagasaki and, uh, and Karen uh, Korematsu. Where, where are you? Where are the Karens? There you go. Got the name wrong, but the, hey, 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 there's a museum for Asian America. Sure, the world's collapsing, but Joe Biden in his $4,000 suit, they're going to open a uh, museum for Asian Americans. Look at you. Uh, Mike, Chicago. Hey, Mike. John, thanks for taking my call. Yep. I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, Saul Alinsky wrote that, that guide for them, the rules for radicals, and those lefties, they took it and they've been running with it. But then you got your Ann Rand, who, you know, decided right, Atlas Shrug and a few others as a cautionary tale, and they went ahead and took that and ran with that as well. As a guidebook, no different than rules for as a guide, As a guidebook for what? All the things. I think and, you said and, a, guidebook a guidebook for libertarians. Did you say a guide? No. Ayn Rand, that, that's Ayn Rand was, was a little that's different. It wasn't about libertarians. It was She was actually technically an objectivist. So her argument wasn't that it right. should be a political philosophy. It, should be, it, was, it was an homage to the principles, the original principles of the Enlightenment which is what the country was built on. Now, and, why didn't people pick it up you know, and run? Well, a lot of people did. Yeah, but you know, it's the, it's the second largest selling book, only second to the Bible. But what is the book about? What is Americanism and the Enlightenment about? It's about the lack of favoritism. People are flawed. They prefer corrupt favoritism to laissez-faire opportunity. They like to be have the attention... Of the, of the government because the government can fix the game. 
And that's what Americans like. Look, that's why Chicago is 100 years of mafia rule. You call it Democrats, but everybody with a brain knows that's a mafia. That's organized crime. Just like this is. Organized sure, I, crime. I'm just, saying they, yeah. I'm just saying the leftists took it and modified the ideas and said, oh, that's what they don't want, but we're going to go ahead and make that happen. Yeah. Well, you know why we're that's hoist by I'm our saying. own petard? Guys like... And- Guys like me and guys like you and Americans, we're hoist by our own petard because our principles are not steeped in force. We have the only political philosophy on the planet that is not steeped in force, coercion, extortion. We are the true minority. So we're losing because the Marxists, they like force. They like being slaves. They like being ignorant. They just feel they want to be taken care of. And that's why the Democrat Party is perfect for them. They could care less about the quality of their life. They get used to it. Look at the sewer of Chicago. Hi, good evening, Lauren and Saman. So, yes, one of those shootings involving several people here on the museum campus. Of course, that's where the Shedd Aquarium and Planetarium are located. So gun laws, gun laws, gun laws. This just gives them an excuse to come after law-abiding people. They're not interested in the shooters having repeat offenses or out on bail or other word of mouth or whatever it is, recon, whatever it is. They like the system of a corrupt Democrat judicial system. That's why they're all Democrats. They're scum of the earth. And they are a cancer of everywhere they rule. Everywhere they rule. You know what that is? A place you want to leave. Dave, Homewood. Sean, I agree with you about the tomato can analogy. Uh, What do you think if uh, conservatives ran in the Democratic Party? I think it would be great. If you could do it, and the Democrat voter is too stupid to figure it out, it might be the only way to save the country. The problem is you got to break into the upper echelon, or at least it looks that way, to tap into even allowing you to have your money or use their, their name. I honestly think, Dave, after this collapse, hopefully, hopefully, there will be a move for, for states to break away from the federal government. The federal government, in my opinion, is too corrupted, absolutely too corrupted. And, I, and the evidence is Merrick Garland. The idea that we allow the party in power to put the head of the Department of Justice shows you how comfortable everyone is with having a fixed judicial system. That should be a position that's elected, or it should be a position that's automatically obtained and held by the opposition party. Could you imagine if you had a Republican, a good Republican, who was the Department of Justice chief? But think about this. This country, the vice president isn't supposed to be somebody who dirtied her trousers on the way up, the vice president is supposed to be the president, the, the candidate that lost in the presidential election. That's the way this country was founded. So a Democrat wins, fine, you win. Now Trump's the VP. How do you think the country would look? It's supposed to be the government is restrained, not us. But instead, we allow the corrupt mafia party, whatever one it is, to put their apparatchiks in. So you get a ferret-faced scumbag like Merrick Garland, who isn't going to use justice for justice he's going to use it as a weapon against the other party and that's what you have here that's why as you cheer red flag laws the morons cheer it they don't realize the red flag laws don't mean they're going to take it away from bad people like the gangster disciples or the sinaloas the red flag laws are for guys like me that's why i sold all of my guns to the hunter biden crack pos llc and i think it was i'm pretty sure it's from delaware fbi will never look into it the idiots that they are 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, 
He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. All right, we're going to get to my uh, dear friend, financial genius, and all-around handsome devil. But I want to take care of one call for Cindy in Chicago. Hi, Cindy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, uh-huh. I appreciate the uh, issues that you raised on the show. All right. And I, I just wanted to say I think that you should um, tone down the... Uh, um, what you say about the vice president because really? it taints your message and it doesn't sound honorable. Do you know why I do that, Cindy? Because I have daughters. Did you know that? I have daughters. And when they go to work, I don't want them to lose their opportunity to the office tramp. The only reason you know her name is because of the San Francisco mayor, Willie Brown. She didn't earn anything. She's in that position because she was his mistress. And she's destroying my country, built on nothing. She's a disgrace to everything of worth, work ethic and every principle of achievement. You're just used to it because you're probably used to Democrats. I will not tolerate the office tramp promoting Marxism. All right. Now, speaking of Marxism, let's reject it with pure, unmitigated, unfettered capitalism. It is the reason this country was the youngest and the most successful. It's actually the reason our dollar is the world currency. It's been bastardized mainly by corrupt Democrat roaches and a few Republicans. But how can we fix it? Let's ask Scott Shalady, who is also the host of RFD TV. What's the name of your show, Scott, you handsome devil? The cow guy closed right after the close. Oh, I love that. So what did you talk about today? Margin call Monday. Did you steal that from me? No, I did not steal that from you. Um, <laughs> no, we talked, obviously we talked about what's been happening in the market. That's a big one. I mean, we have uh, a wholesale sell. I mean, year to date, the Dow is down 16%. The S&P is down 21%. And the NASDAQ is down 31%. And everybody keeps asking about capitulation. And I keep thinking, well, I mean, how much do you want to capitulate from here? Um, I think this has been a slow rolling car, car wreck rather than, um, a, a black swan car wreck, but it's been pr- pretty historic. And it doesn't, the problem with it is it doesn't, it didn't really have to happen. Had the Fed been on the ball, had the government not spent the money. I mean, these are all self-inflicted wounds. You know what shocks me, Scott, is that they keep comparing it to the 80s. And they keep telling you the cure for this is when the Fed raises the interest rate. Yet nobody wants to discuss what the interest rate was in 1980, 16.3% was the Fed rate. So if high interest rates are the answer, why in the hell was it not the answer in, in 1980? The reality is they don't know what they're doing, and they're going to destroy the working man and woman who isn't dating the mayor of San Francisco. They're going to make it very difficult for working people. Well, they already have. Uh, they pay a tax every day they go to the grocery store. They pay a tax every time they fill up their car with gas. And I don't need to belabor that point. Everybody's been talking about it. But the simple, the, the difference between, okay, inflation is hitting a lot of Western economies around the world because they all screwed up COVID, right? They over, 
they overcompensated for it with government money and nobody knew what to do. Nobody's come out, come out of a pandemic before. I'll give them a little bit of that. However, the, the real reason of one of the main reasons that we've got inflation here is probably 60, maybe even 70% of it's due to the fact that our, our energy price prices are too high. The key to a successful economy is cheap energy. That's the key to healthy constituents because cheap energy means better economy, better economy means better doctors, means better doctors means better health care. I mean, everything revolves around cheap energy. And when they try to take us from fossil fuels and force us to something that will not work, those two energies are totally different. Anybody, they're not interchangeable. And the, the trading world, you would say they're fungible. They're not fungible. No. One of them is intermittent and you can't store it. And the other one is there when you need it, baby. And so the, they're, they're forcing us from one to the other when it's not ready. So what does that do? It makes the one we're being forced to go to not be able to handle the load and, and, and totally destroy it. And the one we're leaving, nobody wants to reinvest, so it goes to the roof in price. We're hosed. And the ultimate irony to me is the one that they want us to go to is based on the one they're trying to get rid of. You can't have the new one without the old one, you stupid son of a gun. I am so sick of pretending well, there's magic. Those aren't magic holes, you dumb idiots. Not to mention all the plastic. Everything you need is based in the fracking oil. And this country was at a point where it was the best, it was the cheapest, and we, we're destroying the foreign adversaries, not to just America, uh, because they don't like Republicans or Democrats, but to the principles of individual freedom. These other scum countries are totalitarian dictatorships. And the idea that we're enriching them, nobody talks about the fact Aramico could not go public when Trump had the policies of cheap oil. They couldn't do it. They needed Biden in order to make them the richest company on the planet. It makes me sick how stupid the average Democrat is. Well, I mean, look, I don't have to be the smartest guy in the world. It's, it's absolute common sense. Uh, we could be helping the rest of the world out right now if we could. Um, we, we, we have it underneath our feet. We have more than they do over there, uh, but we just can't get to it, and we, and we can't transport it around. It's not this 9,000-leaf garbage that he keeps talking about. And, and the mere fact that we, w we refuse to help ourselves. You know, John Katzmanitis, he's a big, big oil uh, billionaire on the East Coast, right? He's a good dude. He also owns a lot of those smaller grocery stores in New York City. So he's got his hand on the pulse of both food and fuel. And last week he looked in the camera. I mean, the guy's got to be 75 years old. He looked right in the camera and he said, somebody's trying to destroy your country. Yeah. 100%. I mean, that's, there, there's no, I mean, there's that, no it, excuse. It gave me goosebumps. That gave me goosebumps because this is, it's so blatant. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. I pray to God I live another 25, 30 years so I maybe find out through some sort of FOIA act that we can finally figure out what the hell was going on. But there's something nefarious going on here and it's inexplicable and nobody can explain away the fact that we have the answer to our problems around the door you just go have to knock on it and then we can help everybody else out well it's the first time in our lives and you and i are roughly the same age although i wear it better it's the first time in our lives a chinese government has given hey, hey, hey. american president it's true. You look wonderful. Not a wrinkle on you. Uh, $31 million 
to Biden. I mean, come on, Scott, $31 million. You could buy a Democrat in Chicago for $500. You got a problem with your alderman? Put $500 in an envelope. That son of a dog will eat a banana and drop off a fruit salad in 20 minutes. It's disgusting and despicable. But the, the American people are comfortable without recognizing that the real problem is the mafia pretending to be the Biden administration. And until it's gone, we're going to get this. And you said something that's crucially important that people need to understand. You hope you're alive in 25 years. The one thing we never know is how much time we have. Time is the most valuable asset, not money. And what this idiot has right. done in 17 months is, 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 is bring back the private sector wealth by decades, trillions upon trillions of dollars. And the problem is Democrats you know are used to it. You know, you know what we've lost in the last three months in the stock market? 6,000 points. They've destroyed 11, $11 trillion. They've destroyed. In six months? No, three. Three months, $11 trillion. And three the to real- four months. I'll say three, three to four months, $11 trillion to the high side, 10, you know, eight and a half, nine to the low side. But $11 trillion is a good number. And I'll tell you right now, you know, there's probably some more to go because no one's willing to stop it. And and the matter of fact is, you know, he he's got no idea. What, I mean, it, he's an empty shell of a man. And so, still to this day, we don't know why he's cozying up to the Chinese. We don't know who's calling the shots at the White House. We don't know anything. How do you run monetary policy? And and by the way, it's, there's some Republicans in on the gig too, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that they're oh, yeah. totally, uh, without fault. Mitch McConnell with the, the Chinese this shipping about, heiress. This is what we talked about on my show today. Could you see? Paul Volcker in today's uh, administration? And the answer, answer is absolutely not. He had a mission to do, stamp on inflation. He raised rates to 10% overnight one, one night, and he got inflation down. He, he sent us in a, short, a short-term recession, but he won the battle. There is nobody in that administration that has the cojones to do what he did. No way. Because they don't, they, instead of doing the right thing, They'd either do something that they a gets them reelected or b hurts the other side. That's what they'd rather do. They don't they don't care about doing the right thing. They want to hurt the other side or get reelected. So you, you, you can't, that can't, that's not sustainable. What do you predict? Because obviously, it's obvious that Trump's going to run. It's obvious that the country will devolve into some sort of personality conflict versus right and wrong versus the stability of currency, and the reality that no one's talking about the comeback of the ruble that it is by far. The, the, the greatest comeback in currency history, and that Russia is the beneficiary of our corruption by bribing Ukraine to the tune of $54 billion, an amount that is staggering in its own right. And they lost the war three weeks ago. No one wants to talk about it. What do you predict is going to happen, and do I have to learn Mandarin or Russian? No, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. I mean, because we have creativity and, you know, we're the entrepreneurs of the world. We come up with the ideas. They just, you know, rip it off and make it cheaper. But we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. It's just how much damage will be done and how long that puts us behind the eight ball. Because right now, this is absolute insanity what's been happening with these. You, 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 couldn't, you couldn't try to get every single decision wrong. Even somebody that had no idea what they were doing would get lucky <laughs> get one and make right. the right choice. And, right? you know, the, 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 the problem, too, is the Republican fight to it is sickening. It's sickening. And then it brings me right back to who they are. Who are the ones in charge? They're not the people that are trying to right the wrongs and reestablish Americanism. The ones in charge are Mitch McConnell. And do you think his wife is with him because of his strong jawline? 
He's married to a Chinese oh. shipping heiress. They're killing it, babe. I'm so sick of it, really. I, I, I agree. And, and, again, it's whatever they can do to score points and hurt the other guy rather than do the right thing. That is not a long-term plan. How long before we start hearing about another omnibus bill, in your opinion? Six months. I don't know. I mean, he's going to have – they have to buy votes. I mean, that's what the stupid – I mean, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life is this uh, student loan debacle. I mean, there's nothing – Dumber, number one. Number two, there's $1.6 trillion of it out there. Not that he's going to, you know, give up, give it all away, but there's, that's, that, that's money that's not going to go back to the government, which is mine, yours, everybody else who lent that money out. But that money's going to go back into the economy. So that's an inflationary loan to the economy as well on top of everything else. It's morally and ethically and economically wrong. It'll be another inflation, you know, killer. I mean, uh, uh, torch. I, I mean, it's like, what else can you think of that is horrible? Well, I mean, it's, just, it, it, it's amoral. It's amoral. It is amoral. Scott Shelley, RFDTV.com. You can see him at the close of every business day. And I'm going to bet you two Avos and an Armand's extra large family size pizza, thin crust, th- thin crust with garlic, regatta cheese, and fresh tomato, that we hear of an omnibus bill in the next 30 days. You want a piece of that action, big boy? Yeah, I, six months, you say 30 days. So, well, that's, so after 30 days, I win. After 30 days, you win. You want a piece? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, sure. All right, book it. Very good. You know, I love All you. Right, Thank you for what All you right. do. I appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments okay. after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The Ruble. Can you believe this? All the sanctions. How did the sanctions work out, you stupid idiot Democrats? Russia's invasion of Ukraine initially tanked the value of its currency, the Ruble, to the lowest level on record after the U.S. announced sanctions. We have purposely designed these sanctions to maximize the long-term impact on Russia. But since then, We've seen a major reversal, and the currency has been one of the strongest in the world, rising to its strongest value against the dollar since 2018. <laughs> and yet your dollar, it takes six of them to buy a gallon of gas. There you go. That's what happens when you put a loser, a corrupt fraud, in charge. Is it really that shocking, Tom, in Bolingbrook? Hey, Sean, how you doing today? Good, Tom. I want to tell you a quick story. So right. my dad passed away in 2018. And he had 10,000 shares of ExxonMobil that he inherited from uh, uncle. And it was uh, passed to my mother. And then my mother passed uh, recently. But while my dad had it and Obama was in office, it was worth $105 a share. That was almost, uh, it was over a million bucks, right? Sure. So I'm a Trump supporter. I vote totally for Trump, knowing that after 2016, he released, the the drilling and the oil and the fracking and producing for our country, that stock fell to thirty dollars a share. We lost seven hundred grand, yeah. and I still voted for him. And I would trade all of it that's come back because recently hit one hundred five dollars again. I'll trade it all to get Trump back in office because the American people are suffering from this regime. Because the principle means more to the money to you. 
And that's what an American, well, that's, what, that's what somebody who loves the principles of America is. God. You're not interested exactly. in the corruption. And you are about 6% of Americans. 6%. Wow. Because Democrats listening to you tell that story, they're, they're like, oh, look at this idiot. They don't understand principles. They have none. And that's oh, why they it's... tolerate the corruption that is the Democrat mafia. And the good news is it. they're going to take away your money, whether you want to or not. It'll be in taxes because <laughs> after this phone call, Tom, you just got audited. The good news is your name is not Tom and you're not in Bolingbrook. Thank you very much. Appreciate hey, the call. Joe in Naperville. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Love the show, man. You're Thank the you. best. Thank you. Bob. Hey, listen, uh, I was wondering, what is your view on the total treason that was committed? So we have four people who absolutely love the country with tons and tons of evidence, okay? Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, Mike Lindau, and, and uh, Dr. Shiva. And we've got video. We've, we've got 2,000 mules. We have a ton of information, but we have a complicit and, a, and total collusion in Congress. Where in the world are the white hats in Congress to protect our country and because the country is being run by traitors, we have traitors in Congress, and they're destroying the country. But we know the treason. Everyone knows the treason, but no one's doing a damn thing there's about 20, it. There's 20. I want to give you some hope, brother. There's 22 now states that are subscribing to Convention of the States, which are, are meant to bypass the Biden executive order and Biden policies. They're suing the Biden administration. If they get to 34, now you've got, it, you've got cause of action. They can ignore the, the Biden policies. They can drill in their own states. They can circumvent any kind of uh, laws that they put to, to destroy our unalienable rights. They, in essence, are going to practice federalism, which is what the country is supposed to be. So I think that will happen sooner than the 20 to Republican sweep as if it matters. But to, to your broader point, it's interesting when you think about the kind of open and notorious political corruption we, we tolerate. And when you say it's treasonous, it's interesting because I've always thought that collectivism, socialism, coercion, government force, government redistribution, government extortion was unconstitutional. That, unfortunately, puts you in that small group of people. And when you talk about those four people and the fact that they're being attacked by government and the rest, our country is founded by those kind of people. They were attacked by the, by the king. The, the same kind of extortion, the same kind of force, the same kind of collectivism. This is what the country was fought resisting. And now those ideas of unalienable rights and freedom of speech and the Second Amendment and private property are considered controversial. And that proves, Joe, you are right. And I do think there are a great number of us. I think it's more important for us to go to those areas that are fighting for those principles and flee the bastions of corruption known as Democrat states. I know it's controversial, but these are controversial times. Your government, the American government, is working tirelessly to take away the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, and name an amendment they stand for. Name one American principle the Biden administration stands for. It is a fascistic, Soviet-style government. And you're the one that's under attack. 312-642-5600.
He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The Eagles. Love it. It has to be absolute and total intention. This is the intention. 17 months ago, American companies, oil producing countries, thriving, American economy thriving, quality of life thriving. 17 months ago, Democrat mafia speaks of American companies with the hatred, the disdain that they should be speaking of countries they are enriching, like Venezuela, Russia. Iran, China. Exxon's profits. Are you going to go after them? Uh, we're going to make sure that everybody knows Exxon's profits. Why don't you tell them what Exxon's profits were this year, this quarter? Exxon made more money than God this year. No, the American government made more money than God, and they squandered it. They spent it. They stole it. That's we did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> Thank the morons. Thank the corrupt. Thank the willfully ignorant. Thank the welfare roaches. Mickey, Michigan City. Yes, sir, Sean. Thanks very much for taking my call, comrade. Anytime. Yeah, so we might as well. Yeah. One, one critical point that you are continually missing is that this administration continually benefits the losers and penalizes the doers. Tuition assistance, if you're paying your bill, if you're paying your loan off, you don't get anything. If you're paying your mortgage, there's no mortgage assistance. If you're paying your rent, oh, it's okay, don't worry, the landowner will take care of it. This administration is continually penalizing those that do the right Mickey, have you not listened? I've been, maybe you're a new listener. I've been I've been saying the whole time. I'm a not soci- a new listener. When a no, society sir. when a society focuses on those that cannot, you disincentivize those that can. That is our society. That's bipartisan. That's and bipartisan. Ran. You should make. Cha- I'm all for charity, and it should be private. And by the way, it would be better. It would be more beneficial for the people. The way you can right. you can never give somebody dignity. You can teach them how to have it, though. You could give somebody 75, 80 grand worth of benefits. Look at the south side of Chicago. That's what a family of four gets. Do they live like they have dignity? Universal basic income. How does this help someone? It'll continue to go down. Pardon? It'll continue to, the the quality of life will continue to go down as it does in all of the Democrat-run hellholes. This is something I thought I... That's why I left Illinois. I agree, Mickey. I I thought I was hitting it home maybe i wasn't but i will focus on it thank you very much that is the policy there is no redistribution of wealth there's just stripping wealth away they could give all they want in the form of charity the form of welfare where are the neighborhoods you want to avoid the ones with the most welfare the democrat ones it's obvious this is what democrats produce this is what they deliver i mean how many people are even talking about what's happening for those people trying to work their way up trying to earn a good life. Mortgage application rates plummeted to a 22-year low last week in the latest sign that rising interest rates have started to temper demand in the booming housing market. More people move in with their mother and father than during the 80s. 
more delinquency of credit card debt, more failure, more homelessness, more drug addiction. This is what the Democrat mafia produces. They feed on it. This is what everyone said you should avoid by avoiding voting for Joe Biden. Yet there were morons who didn't think that uh, this would be real. They were wrong, as usual. Tom Deer Park. Sean, legit compliment. I'm not being sarcastic. The last segment, you took a caller. I don't know if they were pranking you or if they were legit queuing on. But uh, talking about Sidney Powell and, and Pillow Mike and Rudy, and I, just, I, I admired you very artful the way you gobbledygook that caller. I would have laughed them off, which is why I wouldn't make a good radio talker. Nice work. No, you're not good at it. You're not relevant. You're somebody who thought that uh, it was not important to vote against the Marxist mafia. You are a never-Trumper. Ta-da! You're a Democrat. You might as well be. You're the, the reason we're in this predicament. People like Tom, who I know. Tom pretended to be a capitalist, yet he voted for corruption. He voted for what he knew was going to be a failure. He blindly was dismissive at what... Joe Biden delivered what he everyone knew he would deliver and the predicament of our country. We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that have, it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? Prices at some local gas station. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And there were numerous people who said, I don't like the way he delivers his verbiage. I don't like his tweets. I didn't like some of his policies. But what he delivered was a quality of life this country has not seen since Reagan. And you could argue hadn't seen since before Woodrow Wilson. He delivered a government that was interested in allowing businesses and people to thrive by taking away the restrictions and regulations and penalties for thriving. That's the only answer to the problem. It certainly isn't turning over your country to those well-intended corrupt scum like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You know, we had that woman call and say, I don't like how you, uh, you point out the fact that Kamala Harris was the 29-year-old mistress to a very corrupt mayor of San Francisco who had the kind of clout in the San Francisco Democrat Mafia like Daly and Madigan had. The only reason you know this dimwit's name is because she was the mistress to Willie Brown. It's very well documented. And she was the office tramp, and she moved up because of that inside corruption. But yet women, women particularly, you're not offended by that? Why? Because you aspire to be the office tramp? What about all the women in that field that worked hard and deserved the positions she pleasured her way into? And I'm cleaning that way up because I wanted to say something different. But that's who this woman is. And now you're in a predicament where she's clearly going to be the president. I mean, are you looking at this guy? Uh, uh, How much longer can this go on? And by the way, nothing's changed. And they're not, by the way, one thing I want to say about the oil companies. They talk about how we have, they have 9,000 permits to drill. They're not drilling. It's a bald-faced lie. They have 9,000 permits and 900,000 regulations and taxes to pay. 900,000 palms to grease. 
That's the way it really works in a Democrat-run mafia. We saw what it was like when they were out of power. You were paying $2 a gallon, and that's just gas, not to mention how much cheaper everything else was. But this is what the people want. Here's the good news. Today, in the middle of all this calamity, there is an Asian-American History Foundation Museum. And all of it's an embodiment of so many of you here today. Leaders in civil rights like Karen Nagasaki and uh, and Karen uh, Korematsu. Where you got what you voted for, you stupid son of a gun. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Over the weekend, Joe Biden said he's going to cover the damage in New Mexico fire. Hundreds of homes and hundreds of thousands of acres have been destroyed as firefighters take a look at these alarming videos, continue to battle a historic season of wildfires in New Mexico. Wind and dry conditions sparking two controlled burns. Oh, what was that? See, they make it seem... Like it's all part of their agenda. And it's climate change. It's the world. It's killing itself. Why? Because it wants Americans off. Just Americans. Everybody else is fine. It is hard to believe who is at fault for the largest wildfire in the history of New Mexico, which continues to spread tonight and has so far injured three firefighters. The blaze, which at this point has destroyed at least 330 homes and displaced thousands, was not due to an arsonist or a pyromaniac. No, the U.S. Forest Service is at fault. You heard me correctly. I'm stunned that the story has not gotten more attention. Now Now think about what it means when Joe Biden says he'll cover the costs. That means once again, the American taxpayer is on the hook for government incompetence. Government incompetence is this fire. That's what it is. I mean, at least the 300,000 acres in California was set by a professor at USC. This is outrageous what we're dealing with. And Joe Biden pretends he's a wealthy man and he's going to go there and cover it like it's his money. None of this is constitutional. The Biden regime is unmoored from the responsibilities, from the restrictions of the presidency, and it needs to be impeached today. Today. Instead, what are you going to hear about? I would like to see the Justice Department investigate any credible allegation of criminal activity on the part of Donald Trump or anyone else. Uh, The rule of law needs to apply. Adam Schiff tampered with evidence. This pencil neck forest preserve dwelling freak is a habitual liar. But that's what a Democrat is. He's got a long career in the Democrat Party. David and Lansing. Hey, Sean. um, The stock market today. I am uh, happy and worried at the same time. Strange feeling. Um... You feel like your prom date. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's a good one. Actually, actually, that is actually how I felt then. That was the last time I felt. That's a good one. Anyway, um, I was short the market today, and my my portfolio went up 7%, and that's the end of my happiness because I was on the phone all day with relatives telling them what I'm doing. I'm, I'm selling stocks, and I'm ending purchases of all luxury goods and all, like, extracurricular activities until further notice. 
Yeah. And I'm trying to this is coming from a guy who doesn't have cable TV. You don't have that much luxury to give up, kid. It's nice if you could position yourself to short the market. It's a safe bet. Every time a Democrat's in charge, because what they do is fail. It's all they know how to do. They've never succeeded. And you've got the biggest failure in Democrat Party history at the helm, who still can't figure out why his socks are wet. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me. In a republic, which is what the country is supposed to be, however, that has been, the principles of the republic have been destroyed by party corruption. A congressman is the most important piece. That is your federal government representative. They are supposed to have the principles of Americanism, supposed to fight for those principles and bring home that satisfaction to their constituents. They're not supposed to be on the phone raising money from corrupt corporations in a pay-to-play scheme that it has now become you can get it back but only if you send good people there i have had the pleasure of meeting our next guest he's an engineer a lawyer a father and a husband and he's worried about the republic about americanism he's running in a very tough area though it's illinois where they like the mafia democrat party is very strong there and the corporatist republicans their idea is a guy like adam kinzinger that's their idea you need a change you need a guy like Scott Casper, who is running for Congress in the 6th District. Scott, how are you, my friend? Sean, I'm wonderful. It's good to be on your show. It's nice to talk to you again. So when I first met you, I didn't know you. I was introduced to you, and we started to talk about some of the importance of why we were you know, there to see 2,000 mules. And it was all of That's the right. principles. You know, you as a, a, I mean, you're an accomplished engineer and lawyer. And um, the idea that lawyers, corrupt ones, have turned us into a third world, second world banana republic, that's nauseating, isn't it? Well, it sure is. And, and you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. We have, we have a D.C. that works for itself and not for the people. And you know, it was really fun to, to meet you at, at, at Mar-a-Lago where we saw the premiere of 2,000 Mules. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really incredible, incredible movie, and, and I encourage everyone to see it, but you know, we need to send people to D.C. that actually care about our republic and the future of our republic. And I'll tell you what, I got two kids, a nine-year-old and a 13-year-old, and I look at the life that they have ahead, and I, mean, I had a great, a, a great life. And, you know, my father escaped communism, and he came here to this country, and he's, by all definition, he's lived the American dream. I'm just, I'm really worried about the next generation. That's why I'm compelled to go to Congress and, and do what's right and get to work for the people. And, Scott, you know, what we saw and what we, we understand and what needs to be tackled first, as far as I'm concerned, is election integrity. How is it sure. in, in the year 2022, and I mean this, in the year 2022, when you could talk into your phone, ask it any question, and it will spit out the answer in seconds. You have an electoral system that can never be audited, and we have to take the word of the only people who are proven liars in our country that, yeah, just believe me, this guy won. Isn't that something that is step one if we're going to rebuild the integrity of America? Needs to be a system that can be audited and proved rather than trusted by 
the most uh, uh, pathological liars in our society? Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we have incredible technology. We, we, we would never tolerate this with, for instance, our baking. You know, if, if, <laughs> if, if, we, were, if we were to log on to our bank account and, and see just craziness, we would never tolerate that as, as a people. But we do tolerate it for some reason with, with, with our elections. And, you know, blockchain technology exists. There are a number of, of countries, a lot of European countries, that actually use blockchain technology for their, their elections. It's, it's foolproof. It's, we have it's this, foolproof, this it's that, audited, it, you can audit it, right? the outcome, and in order to participate, you need a fingerprint, and you still have anonymity, which is why trillions upon right. trillions of dollars are transacted in milliseconds. It is the perfect answer, and the only way to legitimize a voting system that is built on corruption, where the Democrat Party's real base is people that don't exist and dead people. I'm so sick and tired of pretending we're going to have this big sweep when we obviously know they're very comfortable in lying to the American people. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, and we, you know, here's the thing. We laugh about the dead people voting. Of course, it's true. Uh, but it really should be something that should be making us, you know, outraged. And, you know, there's so many things about our federal government that, that outrage me personally um, that, that are the reason why I want to go to Congress, why I want to go to D.C. Um, to take back this country for you know, for the hardworking men and women um, who've, who've, frankly, who've, who've been uh, left behind by the Washington elites. And, you know, you look at locally here in, in, in Chicago, we got crime that's out of control. We have gas prices, grocery prices. Um, gas went up at like a dollar in the last 10 days. And yeah. it's amazing how many people, uh, where's the outrage? And I, but I think we're getting there. And I think we're getting there. And, and it's time that we, you know, that we send people to D.C. that, are actually looking out for um, the people. I had my uh, first guest was Scott Shalady, who I love to death, and I met when we were young traders. And um, an interesting thing that we live with and we think is normal, if Scott Shalady, years ago when we were young traders, and he had foreign uh, investors who called him up on a night and said, you know, I heard it through the grapevine that Iran is going to produce 50 times the amount of oil. They're going to announce it tomorrow. And he calls me up, and we trade based on that, and it happens, and we make a fortune. That's called insider trading. Yet we have Congress people and their cabinet, their own support structure, that are immune to insider trading laws. But it does explain, Scott, why every single one of them are worth millions, and they think of us as slaves. Is that something that should be changed immediately? It should be. There's so many things about Congress that need to be changed immediately. But, but this is one of them. You know, you look at, at Paul Pelosi. We finally see Paul Pelosi uh, doing the perp flop. Fortunately, it's for, for a DUI, not for insider trading. But, you know, look, Nancy Pelosi and her husband have outperformed the S&P 500 every year for the last 20 years. Uh, I don't know why they're in Congress. They should be, they should be running, you know, they're geniuses, clearly. But, no, it's the insider trading. And, you know, that needs to be changed. And, of course, you're asking the body of people who control the laws uh, who have the power to decide that, to change the laws against their own interests. So it's going to be tough. The same thing is true with term limits. I think everyone in Congress, you know, we need to have term limits in place. We need to make it become less of a country club and more of a place where people go to serve their country. I cannot think of a more obvious government failure than Obamacare. Our premiums are up 400%. We lost 50% of the hospitals and doctors and nurses. 
Scientific America releases an article today. Universal health care could have saved more than 330,000 U.S. lives. Now, obviously, they pull that number out of their shoe. However, they have a system that has failed so bad, we must give it more power. This is the talk of both Republicans and Democrats. Ironically, Republicans like the scum of the earth, Adam Kinzinger, who was sent there 12 years ago to remove Obamacare. Why is it that nobody wants to remove this black hole of socialist failure called Obamacare? Well, I think there's too many people in D.C. who don't want to make decisions that are unpopular or what they perceive to be unpopular or, or that would impede their reelection, right? And that's the one thing about me going to D.C. I'm not going there because I need to. I'm not going there for the, 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 the title or the power or the fame or the fortune. I'm going there to get things done. And, you know, I'm not going to be probably well-liked by leadership because when they come knocking my door, ask me to, you know, to vote for stupid things like Obamacare, I'm going to tell them no. Um, the same thing happens with these spending bills. We get these omnibus spending bills. They show up in the middle of the night. They're, you know, they're three, 4,000 pages long. And, you know, they tell you, you gotta, you gotta vote it to know it's in there. And, you know, we need people in Congress who are going to, who are going to stand up and vote no and say, and say, no, prove to me why we need to do this. Prove to me why this isn't unconstitutional. Um, we are living through a time where two years ago, the American government used and misused its power to seize the businesses, the livelihoods of small business people and big business people. It unconstitutionally, in my opinion, shut down society. You are, aside from being an engineer, a lawyer. In American law, which is supposed to be the shield of the individual and the shield of, of, of property rights, did the government have the power to seize life itself from the American people, in your opinion? No. Absolutely not. And, you know, we had a really interesting thing happen where we had governors all across the country. And unfortunately, in this state here was a really good example of, you know, the, the, the sort of tyrants that some of these governors were, where they decided, you know, who could make money and who had to be shut down, you know, who could be open and who had to stay in their basement. And it was all based on, on you know, here in Illinois, it's, it's actually insane. It was the guidelines that were put out by the, by, uh, uh, the governor's economic, the governor's economic advisors. So it had nothing to do with with health. It had nothing to do with this pandemic, although they were using that as the excuse. But no, none of that was constitutional. And, and you know, I it, I have I own a gym on the side. It's a little side business of mine. So it's a, uh, unfortunately it's been a hobby the last couple of years because it hasn't been making money. But um, you know, for for a couple of months that was shut down. And you know, we were told, oh, you can go work outside. You know, so you imagine like it was like 90 degrees in the summer and people were out in parking lot. You know, how is that safe? How is that safe for anyone? And, you know, if this it had anything to do with, with health and safety of, if the pandemic had anything to do with protecting the health and safety of our people, um, certainly we would have shut down the pop stores. We would have shut down uh, liquor stores. We would have kept the gyms open. And wow. we did none of those things. So um, it's come to uh, everyone's attention exactly what is going on with the Illinois Republican Party as it reveals itself to be the Kamala Harris of political parties as it cozies up to Ken Griffin, who has used his pay-to-play scheme in order to constantly back um, Richard Irving, um, pay him, campaign, contribute to him so his tower could be put closer to the trading tower in Aurora. Now that you see uh, the Illinois Republican Party for what it is, are they warm to you? Have they contacted you? Are they working with you? And would you take the money 
of what I believe to be a front-running scumbag like Ken Griffin. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, I I have nothing to do with this with this so-called Griffin slate. Um, I think it's really interesting that all the money that has been dumped into it. You know, I, I hear like fifty million dollars that's been pumped into it. Fifty-four, yeah, and fifty-four. And you know, the Sun Times had polls that came out last. You know, at the end of last week, Thursday, Friday, uh, and it appears that none of it's working. That the that the people of Illinois are actually smarter than they gave them credit for. And they're seeing through it. And I'm not surprised because for the last, you know, three months, uh, you know, I opened up my mailbox and there's not one, there's not two, there's usually like four or five pieces of literature from that slate alone every single day. You turn on your TV and it's just, you're bombarded with these TV commercials. And it's, it's obnoxious and it's, it's insane to think that they thought that they could just brainwash the people of Illinois. I'm really glad to see those polls say otherwise. Your father came here from a communist country. With nothing. That's right. Built himself a successful life. And are, how many kids did he have? How, how many are you? Four. There's four of us. Four of you. What is the feeling in your home? Is he aggravated? Is he scared? Does he see the correlation between the modern mafia of uh, political governance and with the country he left? And is that why you're running? It's certainly a big part of why I'm running. Um, you know, I grew up, I was a child in the eighties, you know, we grew up when, when the, you know, the, the Soviet Union was, was everything that we heard about, you know, as, you know, nuclear war of Soviet Union. And my dad, you know, instilled in us that, that communism was a dead end road to, to anything good in this world. And, you know, we've, we've had a great life. I've certainly had a great life. And my dad is now, he just turned 83 and he's still, uh, he's still with us and he's still very mentally sharp. And he was outraged. He was outraged with the 2020 election. But now that outrage has shifted into, into fear because, you know, he doesn't know how many, how many more years he has left on this planet. But, you know, he's looking at his children and his grandchildren, and he's thinking, you know, how is it possible that we're at this point again where we have, you know, this, this attraction to communism that we can't seem to get away from? And, you know, we have a, a federal government that seems utterly corrupt. It's Americans like your father that built this country, Americans that came from totalitarian countries around the world, and I think that's who's going to save it, or at least the sons of them. We're all better off for your father coming here, and we'll be better off if you win. His name is Scott Casper. He's running for U.S. Congress in the 6th District. He was a pleasure to meet. I'm glad to know him, and I hope he wins. Thank you so much, Scott, for joining me. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, so Honey Bunny and Squirrel had to evacuate to the staircase because there is apparently a tornado warning in Elk Grove Village, and this is why I love live radio. I hope Squirrel is not using this as an excuse to canoodle with my Honey Bunny. Leave your hands off of her, Squirrel tiny though they may be. However, we are going to run the show as usual. If you are in that area, please seek cover, as that has been the announcement. In the meantime, I'm going to continue forward with the show. We have a lot of show for you. And the good news is we're not going to go through the bottom of the hour commercial. However, if you call, no one is there to answer your call. If you are on the line, let's go to you. Rich, Indian Head Park, where there is no tornado. 
<laughs> hey, Sean. How, How are you, you doing man? tonight? Wonderful, brother. Good. Listen, uh, we know that these hearings they're having are not about our democracy. We know they're, uh, these hearings are uh, they're all uh, they're all going on so they can attack Trump, so he can't run for office again. Um, and and I think they're to intimidate us, Rich. They're more than attacking right. Trump. They've been attacking Trump since he announced he was running. This is about intimidating those people who have the audacity to think that somebody like Trump is qualified enough or should be in the office of the presidency. This is to beat down the resistance to the corrupt mafia so many Democrats have become accustomed to. Because this kind of failure, this kind of open bribery that Joe Biden and his administration represent, this is tolerable in heavy Democrat areas. This is business as usual for them. So I agree with you yeah, that it, what, they're trying to get him to stop running, but it's also to send a warning signal to those people who support Donald Trump. That's what this, in my opinion, yeah, is I understand really that. But here's my point. What they what they need to do is they they need to spare the American people uh, all of this uh, sham ship show that they're putting on because we got enough to worry about with the gas prices and the uh, food prices and our 401 k tanking. They want to point the finger at the people that are responsible for this. It's and interesting. Not, not putting on a show like they are. The way that they, the way that, in my opinion, they view this, Rich, is they have an opportunity to beat everybody into that ghetto unconsciousness that the Illinois Democrat is stricken with. They have an opportunity to make you hopeless, and that's the only reason for these policies. I mean, I I, I really do think that's what it is. Once you're browbeat enough, you stop wiggling. You know, that's why we talk about um, the Soviet Union so much. The Soviet Union is the perfect example. Russia was a thriving place where there was a very small percentage of Bolsheviks, only 10%. The most of Russians wanted to build their way, have property rights. They owned things. They had farms. They had businesses. It was that small percent that was able to beat them into submission because they, cre they took over a very important part of government and created massive financial problems, just like now. I have one other thing, too, Sean. All right, go ahead. Well, we got all the time in the world. I don't have to go to commercial break. Okay. Well, you know, if they if they keep if things keep uh, happening the way they are, the gas prices, the oil, and all of this stuff, do they think they're going to win over people? I think they're they will. I think they worse. do, and people I think are... they will. And and you know how I say this? Why I say this, Rich? Look at how what? we're used to the health care. Think about this. Obamacare was passed on promises of utopia. It was going to be an altruistic, the best thing we've ever experienced. Prices were going to come down. Doctors would run to it. Health care would be abundant. It is an unmitigated, absolute failure. And how many people talk about removing it? The American moron is used to it. They get acclimated to bad things. How else could you explain I know them I, even tolerating the I Democrat agree with Party? you. Yeah, see, I know I could win. I agree with you about the health care, but this is hitting them. This is really hitting them in their pockets. Rich, who, I mean, it's, it hits they can't even Think afford about, to fill up their tank. We've got guys paying $2,200 a month for health care that sucks. <laughs> with a deductible, it's 15000 I know, talking about that. Listen, history proves one thing. People can get used to suffrage. Look at how many countries well, are still socialists. my wife socialist. just went out to fill up the car today, right? All right, yeah. Ten gallons of gas, sixty bucks. Yeah. Before I was paying for ten gallons of gas, I was paying uh, twenty-two dollars. 
Rich, the so, people who think you you're a wealthy all. man, the people who think your house is too big and your lifestyle is too high, they cheer it that you have to pay that. Thank you, Rich. No, I love the call. I appreciate yeah, okay. it very much. And this is the problem. This is the issue at hand. This is what we're facing. Look at the gun, the gun issue. Look at the abortion issue. Look at all of it. Are they interested in giving an answer built in American principles? Of course they're not. Here's, a, here's the gun rally in Chicago and the reason I never wanted a son when my wife was pregnant. Hundreds rallied at Federal Plaza downtown today demanding stricter gun laws. Protesters with March for Our Lives turned out in force, calling for things like a ban on assault weapons and universal background checks. Many of the speakers were teens and young adults who say inaction from Congress is killing Americans. That's not what's killing Americans, you stupid son of a gun. That's not what ki what's killing Americans. What's killing Americans are morons, scum of the earth. They don't care what laws you put in place there's not a one of them that's going to follow a rule and that does follow a rule my peers and i seem to have a better handle on the root causes of gun violence than the professionals in washington but the only difference between america who had 298 school shootings in a 10-year period and every other g7 country who had five combined with guns he doesn't understand what he's chanting for first of all he has this peculiar lisp in his voice what he's chanting for is a kind of government totalitarian that people flee and that's why they come here what he doesn't understand is what could stop all of this overnight is law enforcement but that judicial system is run by democrats like kim fox and pick a democrat scumbag pick a democrat stronghold they're more interested in protecting the the predator than they are the people and this is commonplace. This is what happens. Yet, they will continue to beat this drum as if they accomplish something. As if passing a law tomorrow that you could sell no guns in this country would accomplish something. They want to look busy the whole time failing. failing Because it's within that failure the government grabs its power. This is the game. The problem we have is that it's winning. Let's go to NBC's Yamish Alcindor, who has uh, more information, more reporting about what is in this framework. Yamish. Well, good morning, Jonathan. This is, of course, coming together on an early Sunday. And what I can tell you is that I've been talking to sources, including a U.S. senator briefed on this plan, who say that there is a framework in place. It's unclear exactly how many senators have signed off, but I'm going to read you a little bit about what I've been told and what our other colleagues, Josh Letterman and Frank Thorpe, have been told about this deal. Um, there's going to be incentives for states to implement red flag laws that deny guns to people deemed a risk to themselves or others. There's also enhanced background checks for 18 to 21 year olds in this country um, there's funding for mental health none of that matters to the criminal to the scourge to the gangbanger Hi, good evening, Lauren and Taman. So yes, one of those shootings involving several people here on the museum campus. Of course, that's where the Shedd Aquarium and Planet... By the way, the laws that they're changing nation are still weaker than those in Chicago. Yet Chicago is a place where the under over for calamity is 30. 30 in a weekend. So you had 27. You had the under. Look at you. And what they're not focusing in on is what the cost of that is to society. Now, sure, it's the idea that innocent people will be shot on a regular basis. But what about the cost to health care, the cost to a society? 
when all you have to do is enforce the laws and you could avoid all of that cost. This young child with his problem saying S, the letter S, he doesn't understand he's not chanting for an answer, for a solution, for a safer society. He's chanting for a more restrictive one. This, however, unfortunately, is what the Democrat answer is to everything. And in the meantime, who do they emulate? They emulate, emulate strong countries where they tell you life is fantastic, even in the midst of their failure. Countries like Canada, where the prime minister has to go to the Mayo Clinic for heart surgery because he can't get in Canada. What else can't you do in Canada? Did you know you can't own things? Commissioner Lemay, I want to just ask you about C-19 and the idea of uh, seizing and selling off Russian assets. The idea that some observers say that is on shaky legal ground. How do you respond to that? Well, look, we'll, uh, we'll obviously uh, tailor uh, the provisions so that, uh, so that um, uh, it could withstand a, a court challenge. You don't have uh, an absolute right to own private property uh, in Canada. Um, it is, uh, there are... Uh, there are steps that are taken when expropriations happen at, at whatever level of government, and we'll be sure to stay within those boundaries. I'm sorry, did you? You know don't you have a, an absolute right to own private property uh, in Canada. You don't have a right to own private property in Canada. Huh. Let's emulate them. Let's have a government just like them. Let's run on those socialist tenants. After all, it's utopia. They have health care. It sucks, but they have it. Troy, Lake Village, Indiana. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime, buddy. Yeah, are you aware last week that the Department of Defense released, released a public statement contradicting the State Department, confirming there's 46 biolabs that they fund in Ukraine? Yeah, well, I was aware of it six months ago when Rubio asked the, uh, the uh, American official who is as pretty as the rest of the Democrat uh, people put in places cause they, that they don't deserve. And she admitted as such. And this is something that really is an issue. But then again, I've been aware of the Ukrainian issue since the people wanted to overthrow their corrupt oligarch mafia-run government, and the American government supported it. They've been in a civil war for seven years. They've been killing their own citizens. So I'm, aware, I'm well aware of what's going on in Ukraine, which is why I fought the idea that Joe Biden would be able to pay off the bribery scheme of which the Ukrainian oligarch was paying when he put his son on the natural gas company. That's what this is. This isn't a policy, a foreign policy. First of all, Ukraine has lost that war. Lost it as early as three weeks ago, if you really wanted to look at the information. Of course, you can't get that information. And you have to go to other countries because our country is redacting real information, as they do in so, so comfortably now since 2020. This is a big problem. And nobody wants to talk about $54 billion. $54 billion is more than we spent on Vietnam. Does anybody want to ask where it is? Where's all the weapons? Where's all the winning? Where's, all the, the, where's the military, by the way? I mean, I know they have the Azovs, you know, the Nazis. But where is the military in Ukraine, and where's our money? Hey, well, why do you think that the Department of Defense would contradict the State Department? I mean, Mitt Romney, was it, um, it was Tulsi Gabbard, was saying, talking about the labs, and Mitt Romney pretty much accused her of treason. He did why, accuse her why, of treason. Well, yeah, he did. So, I mean, why, why all of a sudden is this contradicting going on? Money. Makes sense. Money. It's nefarious. One it's, of your guests, one of your, very nefarious. It is. <laughs> and and Troy, I want to thank you for calling, and I love your name. It's the name of my brother. Thank you very much for calling. I appreciate that. And, you know, this is kind of an issue. 
Nobody wants to talk about $54 billion. What's $1 billion? It's a thousand millions. And we gave it away. What do we get for it? Did the politicians, the representatives, the Congress, did they talk about it? Did they work out an agreement? Is there going to be repayment? Or is that just another one you take on the chin? Like the $11 trillion you've lost in the stock market in the last three months, let alone the last 17 that Joe Biden has decided to destroy your economy. And you think it's it's not intentional? It's it it has to be intentional. There has to be a reason for this. I'm Charles Owen. I'm state representative from District 30, the western side of Louisiana. The the opportunity for a convention of states was put in the Constitution for a reason. If Congress and or the president became intransigent and they did not respond to the will of the people, then the states could collectively stand up and say it is time for us to make a modification. Now, oftentimes that's the benefit convention of the states, Louisiana, Florida, Texas. There are now up to 22. You only need 34, 34. And you could take back our government. We don't have to wait for an election that we can ever audit. You don't have to wait for it. You could do it simply. Or you could roll over and not recognize the fact that those people who are selling you January 6th was an insurrection are the same people who head up the media groups that are loyal to the Democrat mafia. Same people. All right, I got one caller left on the line. Terry Rogers Park. Hi, uh, this is about football. Uh, uh, football. Yesterday, Terry, uh... Terry, Terry, this is my show. You ever hear me talk about football? Did you ever hear me talk about it one time? I know you hate hate football, and so do I. Men in costumes chasing balls. Why would you waste <laughs> your day? Uh, wait, 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 you hear what I say, okay? All right, uh, go ahead. You're married. Uh, to this, yesterday, I <laughs> yesterday I, I watched the uh, Fox uh, football game on TV uh, between uh, New Orleans and Tampa Bay. All right. Uh, they had they had the bad taste to announce player Tayron Taylor. Uh, wasn't there because his girlfriend just gave birth to a daughter. And I think that's very inappropriate to, no, to announce pu- so. publicly. I, why, Terry? We're not Democrats. We celebrate life. We celebrate the idea somebody's going to have a baby. We understand that without babies, you have no future. It's why we fight so vehemently hard against the greatest evil of mankind, the idea that we can kill the innocent, defenseless babies. It's a big part of it, Terry. We don't. I love the idea. I wasn't watching the game because I choose never to waste my time, or at least avoid it as much as possible. But I love the idea that they announced that the baby was born during the football game because that's far more important than the outcome of that football game. That's how I feel about babies, though. Are we back? Should we go to break? What do you want to do here, kids? Are you safe? Squirrel hands, did you use my time to canoodle with Honey Bunny? Because I will not accept it. Did you cuddle? You leave my honey bunny alone. What knockers? 312-642-5600. We'll be back. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM 560. The answer. Riders on the storm. Riders on the storm. Nice. Well, I'm glad to see the kids made it. Very, very good for you guys. Now all you got to do is get out of a Democrat sewer and have a real future. You just survived a tornado. Is there any word on the tornado? Was there a touchdown one? That's very terrifying. 
It's very terrifying. And who are you going to turn to? The insurance companies? I think not. Fire upstairs of a Northwest Indiana home is off limits because of a rotten roof. The family says they're in limbo, waiting on insurance to help. Well, Morning Insider Lauren Victory explains why they might not get the answer they're looking for. Those are our buckets full of the water, how black they are. I mean, the mold is right there. It's ridiculous. She's paid it's home horrible. insurance the entire time. She has an insurance claim. They said, nah, here's the reality. Insurance is a scam. Sorry, it's just this. I'm so sick and tired of it. And then when it's real bad, what happens? The government comes in and bails out the insurance companies. It is hard to believe who is at fault for the largest wildfire in the history of New Mexico, which continues to spread tonight and has so far injured three firefighters. The blaze, which at this point has destroyed at least 330 homes, displaced thousands, was not due to an arsonist or a pyromaniac. The insurance companies get bailed out there. They got bailed out with COVID. I'll tell you, if you can stay in business as an insurance company, that's better than being a bookie. Jerry, Chicago. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Anytime, Listen, man. everybody's everybody's getting all worked up that the Republicans are going to take over. Well, the Republicans can't make laws, okay? <laughs> and why should we vote for the Republicans when 10 of these SOBs just voted with the devils to take away some of our gun rights? I agree with you. You should vote for men, yeah, my man. individual men who stand for principles. This idea that we pretend there's an opposition, it's poppycock. There's a second crime well, family, and that's what people have to understand. That's why, you know, Jerry, when I bring on guys here, I won't bring on scumbags. You can't come on here if you're a scumbag. We send an e- Not that I have to worry about it. We send an email. Number one, they don't want to come. They're afraid. They're cowards like that yeah. Richard Irvin. We're having a... Um, a, a station is sponsoring a debate on the 23rd. So I'm I'm going to go back to the sewer. And I said, oh, I want to ask questions. No, no, no. You can't ask questions. Why? Why can't I ask oh, questions? You can't. We can't have that. So I said, oh, I no, want to ask. I you. just want to ask Richard Irvin questions. Do you know that that cowardice bastard isn't even going to show up? So my suggestion is I fill in for him and I answer the way that smarmy political whore would answer. What do you think about that, Chair? That's beautiful. I, I, I'll go to that. I'll pay to see that. All right. That's it. I'm going to tell the bigwigs at the suits. Thank you, Jer. Appreciate it. I knew that was a killer idea. I can answer like a smarmy, bribed political whore like Richard Irvin. Tom, Blue Island. So, hey, Sean, it, uh, you know, I always love it when you mention Obamacare, and it was uh, – and then the correlation between uh, this fall's election and is that it was Republican John McCain – who ran against Obama, promising to repeal Obamacare, <laughs> who gave the thumbs, thumbs down to his own country oh, that would have awesome. repealed Obamacare just because he hated Trump so much, sir. And so that was my offering. That's why I can't stand the never-Trumper scum. They'd rather make the rest of the country suffer because they didn't like his personality than do the right thing. That's why you're not in this predicament strictly because of the mafia. You're there because of their collaborators. They're the establishment Republican scum. The pseudo-intellectual good-for-nothing. Never-Trumpers and the libertarians who are too busy looking for dope scumbags that they are. All right, uh, I'm going to go to break. I'm not even sure. Are we coming back, kid? All right, we're going to go three more minutes. This is excellent. If you like care to participate we're only going to go three more minutes i'm going to end the show because we have to make up for those commercials even though there was a tornado there are commercial obligations but i wanted to get to a point of an individual 
that is everything that we stand against. And I don't just mean because he wants to kill babies. But I mean the way in which he sells his saving kids in this country by taking away your right to not only defend yourself, but to defend yourself against a totalitarian government. The fact is, uh, pain is a subterfuge. This bill is not about pain to the fetus. This bill is about outlawing abortion and repealing Roe v. Wade. The other side knows that the Supreme Court has set out in Roe v. Wade the conditions of viability. And viability is 22 to 24 weeks. Well, they couldn't get past that in a the court. They knew they couldn't, so they created this new class of when the baby, the child, can feel pain. They found a doctor that said he assumes they can feel pain. And no, we didn't find a doctor. We found an ultrasound that shows the baby feeling pain. His name is Cohen, and he too looks like a turtle out of his shell that beat Bugs Bunny. However, he cares about kids when he wants to. Save American lives. God would not look kindly upon the use of weapons to kill his children, as happened in Uvalde, Texas. Our votes are not political cal calculations. They are obligations. We have a duty to protect God's children. He wants to protect God's children by taking guns away from law-abiding Americans. But he wants to make sure that their mothers can kill them when they're absolutely defenseless. The fact is, uh, pain is a subterfuge. This bill is not about pain to the fetus. This bill is about outlawing abortion and repealing Roe v. Wade. The other side... Same politician, 10 days apart. Only a pathological Democrat could have those two conflicting positions. Only one. See, I wanted to save the kids in Uvalde. I think the guys with guns should have ran in and shot that scum in the temple. I think it would have been nice if the teacher had a gun or the janitor or a security guard that we were paying actually did his fracking job. But you know what? They're all Democrats. They only have ghost jobs. They only have political doublespeak. They're Democrats. They're the scourge of the earth. And they stick together come hell or high water. Before we go, I just want to ask uh, about President Biden. He is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will you support him? You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now uh, and preserving a majority this year. This is AOC. She's supposed to be the progressive of the future. She's a, what, 30-year-old do-nothing, good-for-nothing? She's going to support the 90-year-old dementia patient? Why? Because he is an oligarch in the mafia, of which she is an underling, and she wants to work her way up. Not like the Kamala Harris, surprisingly. Here in 2022, so we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, but, um, but I think if, if the president has a vision, then that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the, when the time comes. That's not a yes. Yeah, you know, I think uh, we should okay. endorse when we get to it. But I, I, I believe that the president has been doing a very good job uh, so far. Hey, did you hear about January 6th? Did you hear about January 6th? Democrats aren't a mafia. January 6th, worst insurrection we've ever seen. We're living through the insurrection. When a usurper, an unelected fraud, destroyed the principles of Americanism. The whole time he did it as the president. The whole time he's supported by mafia members. The whole time pretending to be competent. Impeach Biden on a plethora of offenses. But the main one is he is unfit, compromised, bribed, and destroying our country on purpose. It's not a platform. It's a plot.
I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.